Hey everyone, it's Paul here. I know this is out of the ordinary, but this wasn't an ordinary episode. Post-production, that is. Uh, we had trouble with the uploading of our video and audio recordings after we had already recorded the whole episode. So you will notice that the video quality, if you watch this episode, and the audio quality either way, uh, it's not up to par. Uh, and also, Stop's upload did uh, halfway cut off as far as the video goes. Um, post-production so you won't see stuff for the last half of the episode unfortunately we tried everything we could post-production to get it to upload multiple browsers uh you know every solution we could possibly come up with troubleshooting it all the way through and just couldn't figure anything out um not to mention constant disconnections to the recording as far as the disconnection goes we know the issue uh after the fact which was that i myself had a huffington post article up that we were going to discuss and the amount of ads on that article was so extensive that I actually chewed up the RAM on my computer. I use a Mac for uh, pretty much my main computer because of the ability that I have for video editing and editing the podcast for you guys. So therefore the RAM never really is an issue, but it was in this case. Um, so that's pretty hard to figure out because it's never been a problem before. Uh, with that being said, the quality of this episode is is not what we hold to standard for ourselves and it won't happen again. Uh, it's not the quality that we want to put out to you guys. You guys expect better of us and we expect better of ourselves as well. So please bear with us on this episode. With all of that being said, enjoy the listen at least and we love you all. See ya. Santos blood report comes back on TRT. Santa's taking trend to lift all the presents in the gift bag, like in Polar Express. <laughs> he's gonna yeah, be he's... like, "Is the 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 keg press wasn't for for Eddie Hall? It was for Santa and his presents. They're just dropping presents down the down the rail, and he's just yeah. pressing <laughs> to get ready." Because he's got that gigantic ocean liner of a fucking sleigh. Well, every, every Santa thing I've seen has a very like relatively small sled, but there he has gifts for every person. So I'm feeling like that sack is like deeper than than advertised. Well, yeah, it's magic. He uses magic to, to carry all no, the presents. No, it's not magic. It's real. It's real. <laughs> Scientifically real. proven. Disprove it right now. Right now. Disprove it. <laughs> He's <laughs> all for the gun to you. <laughs> Who does it? We'll do it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> you just got to sit there for a second. Ah, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, uh, it's been a full year, right? Yeah. Yep. We, uh, yeah, started, year. we started the cast, uh, just before the beginning of 2022 and uh so Great. this became our first like full year of uh of of casting so uh here we are we're yeah. wrapping up the year paul's got his santa hat on i've got my my christmas sweater on with a ripped santa yep rode off a red nose gains deer i had one that was uh i forget which one it was it was like 
it was it was something like that um we're there like yeah. there's you know that's that's what machines are supposed to be uh supposed to be for is the isolate movement tar targeting a specific head specific muscle whatever but like if you're gonna keep editing the machine like that just go do like cables or some shit or just dumbbell rows or whatever the case may be so it's just uh I don't know, it's just weird that that became a thing for a while. Like the funk, like the really like uh, scientific based lifting, like towards the end well, of 2022, especially. I was going to say, I saw like almost not the end, but a severe, severe decline in free weight. So dumbbell barbell movements mm -hmm. in comparison to machine and cable movements. And don't get me wrong. There are absolute purposes for machine and cables, but. Mm -hmm. There are just some things you just can't replicate from a dumbbell, you know, like the, the amount of stress you put your body under when you do a dumbbell because of how much weight is on just one particular side and like having to control that particular weight without the, you know, structure of a machine or a cable or anything like that. Like you can't replicate that anywhere else. So it, it sucks to see like people not using um, dumbbells in that way. And having what? And just not using dumbbells in that way, you know, having the utilizing just the machines for ISO movements, but you just don't, you're not able to replicate the, the stress of having to stabilize a dumbbell, you know, so that's why yeah. I wish, wish people shifted back to it. I understand because, you know, the argument is that these machines are new, they're being made specifically for this purpose, but I don't know, some, sometimes I think just some of the old ways are just way better. Yeah, I mean, I, again, that was the that was the problem with the trend. There are good sources of scientifically based training methods, right? But people were taking it too far, and you're at the point where you're making the movement so complex, you're really just kind of getting diminishing returns. And you know, some of the biggest, I mean, obviously, okay, so the biggest guys out there, like the biggest and leanest guys. There's a lot of variables that go into it. There's a lot of nuance in the gym. Uh, but at the end of the day, what works for them works for them. And there are some some of the biggest dudes I've seen train solely free weight. You know, like Ronnie Coleman was one of them. Like he almost trained entirely free weight. He did some cables and stuff like that here and there. But like the dude was so freakishly strong, it's all he could fucking do was free weight. But mm -hmm. then you had someone like Jay Cutler who like primarily used cables and machinery, like almost exclusively. So, but at the same time, he's using the machinery the way it's supposed to be used. He's not doing all this stupid modifying bullshit. Uh, so like that was what, what gets annoying is when you're, you make the movement so complex where you might as well, like you're, you're just over complicating it like a dumbbell row versus these fucking high rows that these guys are doing. You, it's just a completely different movement. You know, you're at that point, you're just, you're, you're not spending your time wisely you know you're setting mm -hmm. up the machine for 10 minutes trying to get everything just right so that you can get it get this certain pump in but then also the same type of people who are doing that don't plan on bodybuilding i'm like why yeah. are you hitting it so particularly if you're not planning like if you don't hear from a judge saying specifically your rhomboids mm -hmm. need work like then why are you doing it that way or whatever whatever the mus muscle that you're trying to work in a weird way why are you doing it that way you know, um, 
because these guys are like, oh, I don't plan on bodybuilding, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just doing this for fitness and whatnot. Then, then why are you targeting so specific movements? If you're doing it for just general health or wanting to be stronger, look better, all that compound movements are your friend. Compound movements are the way to go. So these super specific isolate movements are just, are just really annoying, but we have seen a decline in them, which is good. It's good to see that, you know? Mm. It's, it became kind of like a meme, making fun of the scientific-based community. And I was kind of part of it at first when it was good, uh, but then it, it got too much. And I'm like, all right, now we're just, this is just getting annoying. Let's so, uh, let's just go back to our roots and uh, make fun of CrossFit. Like, <laughs> Oh, dude, they will always be the common enemy. Yeah. <laughs> they're, always, they're always the people we always trash on. It's like, uh, it's like from Ted where he's like, He's like, shut the fuck up. Cause like they're out the building, out the windows yelling at each other. Yeah. He's like, why don't you come down there? Come down here. Make me shut up. Tough guy. And he's like, why don't you come up here? Make me go. Oh, and then the other there, person. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you're, they're the common enemy. Now we're mad at them now. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's us and powerlifters versus CrossFitters. Like that's, yep. that's what that relationship is. It's like, we'll bash each other, but then at the end of the day, it's us against CrossFit. All right. Um, if you guys ever hear us cut out randomly, it's because of some sort of, uh, um, internet stuff. With yeah. Internet. Yeah. So don't, yeah, don't mind that guys. But yeah, so I'm just, I'm glad to see that it's kind of dying down a bit and we'll always be against CrossFitters. <laughs> there's, there's, okay. So here's the other thing too. And CrossFitting has died down. Um, we've talked about the origins of CrossFit, where it's come from what it's for stuff like that interval training is good it's the community that's the problem you know and it's like veganism if you want to be a vegan and you have your own reasons to do it do it makes you happy do it makes you feel better about yourself absolutely the problem is the community is the people that push it on other people who shove it down your throat you know that the second they they get the chance to mention it they will you know that's the problem so um i'm glad to see that that's dying down a bit um this article mentions another bad trend that's actually, I think it's kind of dying down is like all the, like it says, it says biohacking, but it's like the over, to me, it's like the overstretching, the fucking, all the fitness tracking app bullshit. Um, those machine, the massage guns are dying down too, which is good to see. Like all that I, shit is like dying down. You don't even know from the teaching perspective the amount of kids I had come in with those and in the middle of class would just be peppering their arm with a little massage gun. You don't need that. You do not need that. Or uh, um, when I used to coach basketball too, I would have kids on the bench just hitting their thigh while like mid game, just on the bench, just hitting it. And I was like, you can just stretch it. You don't need this little like it's so easy to hit a quad stretch like just go down and just do yoga like i don't care if you do that behind the bench (laughs) and then even then like i'm on the i'm on the camp that like static or any sort of variable stretching doesn't really do too much it'll warm up your joints it'll stretch out your joints and warm those up but for your muscle recovery dude it's like compression that's gonna matter you know it's like it's like using rollers that's what really stretches your muscles out it's a lactic mm. acid buildup that makes them sore it's not mm-hmm. it's not stretching that's going to fix it you're just stretching out the muscles that's just part of a movement you know it's the it's the rolling the lactic acid out like that's why i love rollers you know because it feels good it actually squeezes that acid out um static stretching isolate stretching or whatever stretching you want to call it 
just doesn't doesn't do it for me. It, it, there's really no. And then mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say there's a video of um, it has to be. Let's see, Baker got drafted in like 2017 or 2016. So it was a video from like 2017 from uh, the Browns and uh, the their one of their coaches is talking to some of the players and they're he's watching these guys doing all all these stretches you know like prior to practice like doing all sorts of like different stretches and he goes you know who never stretched veterans of world war ii they did jumping jacks sit-ups and push-ups and they won two world wars (laughs) yeah i mean basically yeah there's um one of the science-based guys he used to follow i stopped following him because he started getting too too scientific and too bullshitty but one of the things I really liked is he said one of the most effective ways of stretching your legs is just walking. And mm. I'm like, yeah, facts. Yeah, just walk. Just use your legs. Like, that's one yeah. of the best ways of ju- just making something feel better is just using it. Yeah. yeah that's why, like, the, the age-old, uh, like, in sports, like, you got to get a calf cramp, go walk it off. Like, Yeah, just walk it done. off. Yeah, it's like, it's... Tear you your do... Achilles, walk it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Tend to different, but uh, you can, you know, you can heal or rest something as long as you want. You're it, a lot of the time that's not going to be what rib heals it, unless it's like a tendon or a bone or something like that, where the recovery method actually requires not using it. When we're talking muscular, using it is what's going to actually heal it. Mm. You know, if you're going to get it, you know, obviously if there's a tear, you got to sew it up and all of that. But if you're, if we're talking soreness and micro tears and all that, just fucking use it and you'll get in a better place. So I'm glad that the, like stretching has died down a bit you know that's that was what was huge in the 2000 early 2000s and all that like that was something that my parents pushed a lot was like stretching and yeah stretch to warm up your joints and make sure that you're kind of like limber going into you know training or something like that but for recovery stretching is not going to do much it's the the foam rollers and the you know like riding on a like a corner of a wall or something like that that that's what's gonna you know a tennis ball whatever rolling on a tennis ball that's what's gonna help a lot you know actual massaging getting a massage done that's what's really gonna help um massage guns may help a little bit but i'm glad that they've died down a lot in popularity because they were like borderline snake oil kind of shit you know (laughs) well that's why like you know when especially in the gym when we do a warm up, we do warm up sets. Where, like for example, I start my chest day with bench, so I go in yep. and I do a bench set of just the bar, and I do like a good 10, 12 reps, and it's just to get blood sent to the specific parts to get those particular muscles warmed up. Yeah. I don't need to go and do this elaborate warm up procedure just to lift. Like you, and then for example, like for right now, I'm back on that Arnold split where I'm doing chest back on the same day. So I hit chest and then immediately I'm going and I'm hitting something back. So for the same reason, then I just go and I do like a warm-up set of 10 to 12, just no weight or low weight, just getting blood in those muscles. Like that is the only reason for it. Like you don't need to go and do like, I know you and I talked about it or we'd make fun of people. Like they would come in and immediately go to a roller or go to a, um, Mm -hmm you know uh, the the stretchy bar what are those things called uh it's, it's like a bamboo bar and yeah just something you, like, lightweight manipul- yeah you manipulate it all over the place and it's like that that's not actually doing anything for what you're about to go do sure if you're in like a sport or something like and you need to limber like get everything going sure whatever but if you're going to go hit a compound movement why are you getting everything else warmed up you know 
Yeah. I mean, I've had people, I've seen people train or stretch for longer than my actual training session. I'll yep. come in, they're stretching and I'll leave, they're stretching. I'm yep. like, what the hell are you doing, dude? You're wasting. I mean, that's, if you want to spend your time that way, go ahead, but you're wasting your time. Uh, it, the, be- the best stretch is just using it. The best stretch is just living your life as if it's not even there, you know, and, and like with your legs, like I've been experiencing a lot of soreness because, you know, um, being off everything going through a health phase and all that you know i'm a lot more sore now so being more sore just like my legs have been hella sore lately so just using my legs as if they're not sore is is the goal mm. you know you're sitting down on the toilet all these guys like try to straighten out their legs as much as possible it's like dude no bend your legs it's gonna hurt but bend them it'll get better faster if you just keep your legs straight they'll stay sore for another day or two uh or if you actually bend them like you're supposed to use them they'll be fine soon enough you know day or There's two a... day max there's a Joe Rogan uh, clip where he talks about regardless of what his workout is for the day, there are three things that he does every single day. And one of them is a hundred, just body squats, no weight, nothing, literally just mm-hmm. body squats. And that right there with no weight, just moving your body in the way that it's supposed to helps feed your recovery, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of like what you're, you're talking about right there. Yeah, I mean he's he's very much of a, a health nut, but yeah, he's, he's able lifestyle. to be one. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's able to do that. He has the the money, the resources, and the time. I mean, I don't know about his time. It seems like he's pretty stretched for, for time, but he makes the time to be able to do stuff like that. You know, like he mm-hmm. has a sensory deprivation tank. Like you don't know how bad I want to try one of those. All right. Yeah, so well, at the same was... time. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, if only I wasn't sick when you came up uh, to Massachusetts, because uh, I, w- I would have brought you in the lake with me. Do three minutes yeah. in the lake as it's frozen over. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Um, <laughs> I do. That's the other thing I was going to say is that he has the money to have like a proper ice bath, you mm. know, which speaking of which, actually, we are going to re- be renting a house soon um, down here in Charlotte. So when we do. I'm looking at either getting some sort of like ice bath thing or like a freezer or something so that I can take like morning ice baths for like two or three minutes. The absolute cheapest way of doing it. All right. This is, Mm -hmm. I, I haven't done it because I don't have the space for it, but this is the absolute cheapest way of doing it. You buy Mm -hmm. a, um, I think they're called like cattle tanks or whatever. It's the, just the big metal, um, bath, the Uh. one where like, I'm a tall guy. I would be able to fit in it if I was lying down. Um, so you get one of those, it's like 100, 200 bucks for one of those. And then yeah. you buy a actual, um, I would say probably a 60 gallon or 120 gallon freezer, and then buy two cases of water bottles. And you put all the water bottles in the freezer. Then the morning when you go to it, you toss all the water bottles that you've frozen into it, wait two minutes, let that let all the cold diffuse throughout the water do your three minutes put all the water bottles back in the freezer and Mm -hmm. based off of the you're not you don't need to reuse a ton of water you aren't buying ice and you're not running a giant electricity bill from an actual hydraulic piece you're running a electricity bill for a freezer but modern freezers are so effect like efficient that you're really not netting too much of a negative like that is the absolute cheapest way of doing it but where do you get the cold water from? 
I get, I get where the I, the water bottles and all that, but like, what do you put in the actual cattle? You can't hear me. There we what go. Um, right. um, the the cold water comes from putting yeah. the frozen. You, you keep the the water stagnant, but you put the frozen water bottles in before you go in, and it's essentially what about like the summer putting, and shit. Like like yeah, it's, wouldn't it's the, the water get warm? Yeah, but the water bottles going in the because they're frozen, and you're putting like two, like you know, you buy the twenty four packs of water. So bottles. like the whole thing's full of water bottles, basically, when you get in it, pretty much. Yeah, and it's the it's replicating putting ice in because buying ice is Got dummy it. expensive. I did that all last oh, summer. It's yeah. dummy expensive to keep buying. I was buying ice every two. I was buying forty pounds every two days. Well, this is why I was thinking just getting one of those big freezers. You know, they're like six hundred bucks or whatever. But like getting one of those. Filling it with water and just letting it. Uh, we're disconnected. All right. Um, what I was thinking was getting one of those like large freezers, right? Mm-hmm. And filling it with water, keeping it at like 32, 33 degrees or whatever the whatever I can do, and then keeping it right there. That way, when I open it, I can just break up whatever ice is on the top or something like that, and then just get in the freezer. That's what I was thinking. I will say for someone who doesn't do it religiously yet. You do not want to start in the 30s. <laughs> well, I mean, 40, yeah, I can, 41, I can work 42, my way down. 41, 42 is going to be where for of someone who's getting into it, you're going to obliterate your shock system, which is good. But 41, 42 is like where you want to start. Yeah. I progressively get even like freezing 32 area. Not even Joe is running that. Joe runs like in a mid 30s. And oh, okay. But I mean, his his is different because he has one that simulates running water. So the thing with buying uh. a tank is that when you sit in there, if you don't move around, your body is accustomed to the still water. So that's why I like shake around a little bit, not because I'm shaking, but just to move the water. But what Rogan's does is that it's actually running water. <laughs> so mm. if there's a film of ice on top, he has to crack through. And then when he gets in, it's actually running water. So his three minutes, there is not a single, like, piece of stagnant water. So his that is sucks. But those ones <laughs> yeah. are, like, I want to say those are about, like, five, six grand to get one of those. Um, yeah. I mean, just a sensory deprivation tank is, like, that much, too. You know, yeah. it's, which is sounds dumb to spend that much on it. But, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, you can spend as much as money as you want on, on shit like this, you know, recovery systems and all that. But, mm-hmm. um yeah, so I'm, I'm, I want to be able to do that when we get the house. And also, I want to get like, uh, like a treadmill on like Facebook Marketplace or something so I can do cardio in my garage or something. Or like, I'm the, porch or I'm the same with a bike. I want to get a stationary bike and just be able to look out at the lake and do like an hour of, of biking. <laughs> yeah, I would do a Stairmaster if I could, but those are a lot of money. Usually, even mm. for use, like they're like two grand at least. But like, yeah. you can get like a decent like in good quality treadmill at least in this area i've already looked for like 250 300 bucks so yeah. that'll save me a lot of uh driving time especially during prep if i'm doing like fasted cardio because like i was doing fasted cardio and like late night cardio so if i went you know twice per day doing something like that that'd be a lot of driving time so if i could have my treadmill in my house you know that saved a lot and sam's really actually touched on that he's like it was one of his like favorite purchases he ever, he ever made was a bike, a stationary yeah. bike to do his cardio in uh, on in the morning, and it would be even that much easier to do it in the morning because 
what I want to be able to do is I want to be able to have my dogs just be able to go outside, right? Just because just, that way I don't have to walk there. I don't have to spend 10, 15 minutes walking them. So while they're going to the bathroom, I can just walk into my garage, do 20, 25 minutes cardio, whatever it is, and then start my day, you know? Yep. Um, so like, that'd be a lot easier than what I was doing during prep, which is getting up, driving to my apartment gym, you know, takes like a couple minutes to do that, get in my car, drive over, start my cardio, come back, walk my dogs, come back inside. This is also hiking a bunch of floors and all that. And then yeah. eating and all that where, you know, at that time, all I got to do is just go to my treadmill, which could be even just in another room, theoretically, do it there. And then, you know, I don't have to be quiet or anything, you know, because it's my own house. I could play my, you know, TV or whatever if I have something hooked up to it, you know, so um, I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I mean, that's the other thing with this year. This year was a lot for bodybuilding with me in general, like, you know, going through a pretty decent bulk like January into April and then do my first ever prep and my first ever two shows and then going through, you know, PCT and all that. Like my year was literally broken up over into like almost four months. It was like January through April's bulk, May through August was like prep slash shows. September through December was like coming off of everything PCT and then like focusing on fertility and conception. You know, that's where mm -hmm. we're at. So it's like, it was like broken up to, into different months, but a lot happened this year and a lot's, a lot of progress has been made right now. Um, it's tough. We did, you know, you know, I, you and I texted about it. It's tough um, going through a health phase where you're putting on fat, you're losing strength. Um, my, so we did talk about my blood test last week. I got my, um, I got my hormones back, it took over a week to get them back. And then. Uh, my levels were way lower than expected. I was hoping they would be normal. Uh, obviously, looking back retrospectively, that was a bit ignorant uh, just because it's going to take a couple months for them to get back to normal. Because so like in the past, I've done PCTs where they're normal right away, but I didn't take it to a fact to account that I was on test for like easily at least a year. Right. So it was shut down for a very long time. Um, and I took other stuff on top of that. Master on. Um, Primo, Trend, stuff like that, which also shuts down. Trend is one of the worst for it too. It really shuts your shit down. So mm. um, I didn't take that into account. So my test levels ended up being about 70 nanograms total and like 15 to 20 uh, free test total. So normal for, for uh, total test is between 250 nanograms and about 1100 is what that reference range said. Mine was at 75. So it was under a third of, um, there we go. Okay. Um, so it was under <laughs> every time I come back. Um, so it was under like a third of what it's supposed to be. Um, sorry for all the difficulties, guys. We're going to try to figure this out for next time. A uh, new service we're using and it's not, it's not good. We're, we'll figure it out. But yeah. Um, it's it was under a third of what it should be and my free test was less than half of what it should be we're also talking about the minimums too like 250 is the bare minimum i wanted it to be closer to 500 to 500 to 600 because that's where i was naturally before i took anything right so yep. i'm like a sixth of oh my gosh i think we're good all right <laughs> just stay there that's that's you every single podcast now you have to do that you should breathe 
<laughs> I was trying to see if you could tell. Like, am I frozen? <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on with my internet. Damn. Dude, it's huge. Um, so, yeah. So, it was my total test was less than a fifth of what I wanted it to be. You know, 75 versus like 500 to 600. And free test, I was, I was hoping to be like 70-ish, but it's like less than half that. It was like 15 to 20 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So um, nowhere near what I wanted. But knowing that now, it's, it's kind of expected. So the plan is a couple months off total, at least a couple months off everything. Really, the focus is just getting pregnant. Um, so that's really the focus right now. And just capitalizing on that if we can. We need to be off long enough to where my natural levels come back. My FSH and LH were were low. My LH was low. My FSH was non-readable, but soon enough that'll come right back. Um, so we're just kind of trying to get to that point. You know, it might take two to three months. It might take another one to two months at least from here. You know, um, before we get back to natural levels, and then you know, keep continuing to try for a baby. Once we are pregnant, it's probably when we'll pick back up. But um, you know, coach is really emphasizing, like, look, this is what bodybuilding really actually is. He's like, yeah, at the end of the day, the bulking, the cutting, the preps, the shows, that's all the easy part. That's the, that's the fun stuff, right? That's the stuff that keeps your mind in the game. You're making progress. You're making, you're getting results, whether the, whether you're putting on fat and building strength or losing fat and getting shredded, whatever it is, you're making some sort of results. It's the easier part. The hard part is looking after your body. That's the hard part. That's how you get addicted to shit. Um, and that's kind of what I'm going through right now is it's the hard part where I'm getting fat, losing strength. Um, I feel like I don't really feel like shit, but I know that if I were to hop on shit right now in a few days, it'd be like, wow, I felt like shit before, like not yeah. like shit, felt normal. So it's like, I know that I feel normal right now, but I know that once I get back on shit, I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that this is what this felt like again. Because I was on test for so long, I forgot what it felt like, you know, to have mm-hmm. high fat. So um, that, that's going to, that's, I look forward to that, but I'm trying everything I can to just not keep my eye on that, you know. And in the grand scheme of things, you know, I kind of had to have a pep talk with my coach. Like he, he really talked me down because he's like, look, he's like, it's, it's all going to come back. Don't worry. He's like, I know it sucks. He's like, I just went through the exact same thing you're going through. He's like, it, it took, he's i think he was off everything you're like really not even like going through a health phase for like four to six months or something and he's like it sucks he's like trust me i know exactly what that's like you lose a lot of the progress or you feel like you lose a lot of the progress that um you made and really the the thing is is it's not that's not the not the case it may look like it but you know two to three months back on plan you're right back to where you were at your best he's like yeah. don't He's like, Kevin LeBron is a good example of that. You know, he came back for the 2016 Olympia. He, in quotations, looked like shit. Good shape for his age, but didn't look the best. Gave him a year. Boom, he's fucking huge and shredded, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it all comes back. You know, that's what muscle memory will do. So I got to keep that in mind. Keep my eye on the prize. Look at the bigger picture. Um, because, you know, even though it sucks right now, in the long term, this is what we need to do. You know, this is what we need to do to stay healthy. Um there are athletes I know. My coach referenced one of them, and he said, "You know, the, the like I'm not going to give any sort of identifiers, but you know, the people he was working with um, at one point 
had him on stuff for so long, he's probably never going to be able to have kids. That's a reality. Um, he's probably sterile because you like you can like you know work your way back, but you can be off shit for so long, you basically kill like your so like FSH, LH, your pituitary gland, all that. You could be on shit for so long, it literally like destroys that, you know? Uh, and mm-hmm. you basically end up sterile. You know, you might have like natural testosterone and all of that, but your sperm and your testi- testicles will literally be shut down and dead basically so mm-hmm. like i'm not he's like i don't want that for anybody uh and he's like so that's what we have to do this it's so that you could still be a functioning man basically when you decide to stop bodybuilding one day and um so like in the long term this is what i know is needed you know i'm not going to be bodybuilding forever so like that's why i want to get back on shit and get back on plan but when i am done you know in 10 to 15 years at most most of my life i'm going to be done bodybuilding you know i'll be like yeah i was a bodybuilder you know that's most of my life i'll be saying that you know so that's what i keep my eye on and at the end of the day i want to be a bodybuilder and i want to go pro and all of that but now that i have like especially now that i have my footing in a company that i love working for and i have a job that i love doing and i'm looking forward to the future of my actual career the most important thing to me right now is is having a having a kid you know that's what's most important to me right now so like in the past you know, I've always worked in sales and all of that. So you, when you work in sales, anybody who works in sales, listen to this will know, you kind of, you never really get comfortable. You always feel like your head's on a chopping block. You know, you always feel like you might not have your job tomorrow. That's just how it works. But the company I'm with right now, like it's a small company and they care enough about their people. I could ch- genuinely feel that. And I'm enough of an asset to the company where I have full job security. Like I feel so secure in my position and I'm excited for the future as far as moving up. So now I'm like, okay, bodybuilding isn't like my plan A. Like that used to be kind of like my plan A where my career was my plan B. Now bodybuilding is like a plan A and my career is a plan A. Like I can have both, you know? So that's why bodybuilding is, is I'm still doing it. You know, I'm still like, this is more, that's what my coach was saying. He was like, this is more about bodybuilding. Like this is, this is what bodybuilding truly is. Like this is where discipline truly kicks in. Um, so I am still disciplined. I am still training and all of that. And, you know, my eyes on the prize. I'm still looking forward to bodybuilding. I'm going to, after today's session, I'm going to go hit some back or whatever, go destroy my back. So I'm still doing all of that. Not really making much progress, but I'm staying disciplined, going through the motions, doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. So that way down the road, when I do get back to the plan and we are pregnant and we could just, I could focus on getting ready for the kid and, and also bodybuilding. We're in a better place. And, you know, I'll be happy that I did that for my kids one day when I don't die at fucking 45 because I decided to take testosterone for 10 years straight, you know? So um, that's what all of this is for. So that's the things that people don't talk about. This is the things you don't see posted on social media uh, is, you know, the health phases, the the phases where you look like shit. And you'll like, this is the other thing too with social media. You'll notice when you're following bodybuilders, you'll notice when I see the trend, I see the pattern, when someone's in a health phase, and they look like shit and they probably feel like shit and they're taking time off from everything because they repost like show photos or prep photos or something like that. And it's so fucking frequent. Um, I know guys off the top of my head right now. I can think about them. They, they would post a previous show photo from like a year ago. They'll post it like once a week or like a photo from that show once a week and talk about motivation and staying on plan and all that. And it's like, dude, you look like shit. I'm sure, you know, because <laughs> 
you wouldn't be posting that if you didn't, you know, I don't have anything presentable right now. So I'm not posting myself. So um, it's, you know, that's the, tr that's the pattern that you're seeing with a lot of these guys. They don't post their health faces on social media, but that's kind of what I want to do potentially. Like, you know, I, I have all these photos for my weigh-ins and shit be like, look, this is what bodybuilding really is. This is what you kind of look like half the time. You kind of look like shit half the time and you feel like shit. And, um, you know, the, when you look shredded and when you're ready for the stage, like that's only a small portion of it. And even then, like when I felt I looked my best was like within the like last week and a half of prep, that was when I felt like I looked my best before that. Yeah. I was getting leaner, but like really when I was actually proud of what I had was like basically just peak week. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Like you know, water cut, um, you know, I was, I was super lean. I wasn't proud. I was proud of what I brought to the show. I wasn't happy with it. I, I, we could have brought better, but we learned from it. But peak week, I was like, like, I still look back at it. I'm like, holy fuck. Like I was pretty, I was pretty diced. It's like a few days out from the show. We fucked it up with water and, and carb upload or uh, carbon uptake and all that. But like a few days out from the show, like I, I feel like I look pretty diced. So like you know, you, you don't realize it in the moment and you don't appreciate it in the moment, but most of the time you're not going to look or feel amazing. And you're not going to look like a bodybuilder a lot of the time. And that's why like a lot of bodybuilders goals isn't to look shredded or isn't to look stage ready all the time because you can't, the goal is to fill out a fucking shirt and look, look huge in a sweatshirt or something, you know, like that's the mm -hmm. goal. You know, that's my goal is like, I want to be like in an XL shirt and have like a V taper you know, like, that's what I want. Like, I want, like you, I want people to see that, like, you know, my arms and shoulders and chest and back filling out the shirt, but then my waist and like the trunk of the shirt being baggy, you know, like, that's what I want. And I'm kind of getting there, but especially after the next year, like the progress I made from the beginning of, or like the end of 2022 to like, after my show, like I had a completely different physique because I went through a bulk and then also a very, very harsh prep. So when you do that, you get rid of all that stubborn fat and all that. So like, I look like a different person, even like eight weeks after my show, I look back and I was like, Oh, I look like, I look like shit. I look fat, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at like six, seven, eight weeks out. And I'm like, dude, I still had like striated shoulders and like my abs are still protruding pretty good. And you know, veins all over my arms. Like, I'm like, what the fuck was I complaining about? Hmm. Like, I'm like, what is wrong with me? But you don't realize it in the moment. So you know, when you're, when you're in the phase that I am right now, I'm, I'm enjoying life uh, a bit more. I'm playing more video games. You know, I'm spending less time at the gym because I'm not so focused on it. I mean, I am focused on it, but I'm not so like, oh, hour and a half gung ho. Like, let's just destroy my body every single second. It's like, let me get a good pump. Let me burn some calories, do some cardio, stay healthy. Um, and then get home to my, to my wife and dogs and hopefully have a kid here soon and get ready for the new house where we move in there in the next month or two. You know, so um, that's what bodybuilding is. You know, it's it's in addition to your life. It's not a it's not a substitute of your life, is what I'm trying to say. So, um, for those that want to get into it, that's what you're looking forward to is basically body dysmorphia. It's <laughs> basically what you're looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the <laughs> mental shit. It's the mental game. It's you know, I'm still strong. Like I hit you know 100 pound dumbbells yesterday, inclined for like eight or nine reps. You know, I was pretty comfortable with that. You know, I'm still strong, but I'm not as strong as I was and training didn't feel as good as sex like it did on trend, you know, so um, I wish it did because like that was fucking awesome. But, um, you know, you, you go through it, you know, 
the you know what the road coming up is going to be like i know what the next prep is going to be like i know what the next bulk is going to be like so i'm fucking looking forward to it hmm. um i have something to look forward to but right now it just kind of sucks and i'll be wearing a lot of hoodies this winter so it works out that it's winter time you know for my health phase versus summertime you know i should be in a much better shape this summer you know hell yeah so i don't think we can wrap i don't think we can wrap it up any better than that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll, we can, uh, you know, next week we can touch base more. We still have another week on the year. So um, with that being said, we'll, we'll definitely touch on, you know, we, we, we talked about a lot of the trends going on, but definitely that's next week. We'll talk about what's more going on with you too. Mm, I want to hear more about sure. what you're up to and all that. Um, and, you know, how you're feeling after being sick for, for that period of time and whatnot. Hell yeah. So, all right, y'all. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is the 23rd of December, so you guys have a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy your holidays with your family. Eat some good food. We'll be back next week, just before the new year. Absolutely. Get Merry stuff. Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas, guys. See ya.